Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Macy's Peasies. Um, any hoodle, toodle. In real life right now, we d- we released the second Landry episode earlier today. Vuvuzuela. Vuvuzuela. Is that what it's called? Vuvuzuela. Vuvuzuela. Is that a real instrument? Yeah. But I'm doing like an air horn. No, I know. Okay. I know that. I know it's not what an air horn is called. I'm glad we're getting these important issues out of the way first. Thing. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna trim, trimmy, trim, trim. No one's gonna trim. Uh, so I love, I love a nice trim. <laughs> Too much work, man. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard my whole story from from the beginning of the year. <laughs> Maybe that's for you know our non-existent subscriber model. You can hear about. <laughs> This is already a shit show. One cat is like walking all over us. The other cat is screaming in the night. You've already botched a joke. You botched the joke. So ah, here we are. okay. Book We're, four. We've hidden our jewels. <laughs> like a massive tuck. These are the gayest hidden jewels. Mm-hmm. Like oh uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. There like you go. tuck everlasting. Yes. Hidden jewels. Hidden jewels and yes. you tuck everlasting. <laughs> so this titles is... that could be about drag queen memoirs. Ooh. Mm. Oh my god, this is a drag queen memoir. Memoir. This is like a mozier. Uh this is from uh the point of view of Pearl. Pearl. I thought you were gonna say like this is a book written by VC Andrews. Because you were tapping the cover, and I was like, "Uh, yeah, uh huh." And did you um, post a thing on the Instagram talking about AMAs later or no? Yeah, you did. I did. Oh, cool. I hope that happens. (laughs) (laughs) So you just woke up from a nap. I woke Um, up from a nap. This is wild. Um, yeah, three minutes in. Let's get to the fucking... Let's get, let's get to the meat. <laughs> let's, get, let's get to these meaty jewels. Um, <laughs> so here is the flap. Pearl, hope, Pearl hopes for happiness, but destiny is drawing her deep into the shadows of her family's tainted past. Taint. Hidden jewels. Raised in a New Orleans mansion filled with kindness and laughter, Pearl Andreas dreams of going to college and becoming a doctor. With all the finest families wishing her well, her high school graduation party is almost as festive as Mardi Gras itself. But even a... (laughs) What? But even a famous jazz band's beat cannot drive away her fear that she will never know the magic of romantic passion or the truth of her family's buried secrets yet her summer job as a nurse's aide in an elegant old hospital (laughs) is as fascinating as she had hoped it would be and an experienced intern is eager to share his friendship with her wonk but the sultry louisiana heat cannot dispel her family's sinful legacy or the cruel accident that befalls one of pearl's twin brothers and the bayou that caught him in its spell beckons to their mother, Ruby, who flees, tormented, back to her Cajun roots, run-on sentence, with Jeez. Pearl's other brother, Death Leo, <laughs> and her father retreating to his own bourbon-soaked world. <laughs> All very true. Yeah, Pearl's cherished dreams swirl away with the hurricane winds. What was that? Swirl away with the hurricane winds. They're really laying it on thick. Thick as the mist. Thick as the mist. Seeking her mother and the shocking truth of her heritage, she finds a blessed refuge in the arms of a Cajun man, the gentlest friend she has ever <laughs> known. <laughs> but, <laughs> but only when the storm clouds clear can she savor the springtime sweetness that always, always seems beyond tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my god. Sweet 
baby gherkins. I like how they put stuff in that book that like happens for two pages. Remember her graduation party that was the best and fanciest and really deserves uh, a full third of this backflip. Yeah. <laughs> it do not be. So. Okay. Tuck right in. Let's tuck everlasting. Tuck in. Pearl's got blue eyes and flaxen hair. Everyone does, but um, yeah, she sure she sure do. Of course, of course, she do. It it opens with a uh, she has a recurring dream about oh, yeah, Daddy Paul it. and the oil field where Ruby turns into Pearl as she's running towards her, and look, there's a weird face. Yeah, uh, there's a weird face. She has a nightmare all the time, apparently, about this. And Daddy Paul, she remembers from being a questionably aged infant or toddler. Oh. No, no. too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Very much, yes. Okay. She does say she has m- memories of Cypress' bloods. Um, I also want to know, I don't know if you want to understand that Pearl has a pearlescent complexion. She sure does. Lustrous. It's lustrous. Lustrous. You know, it's a nice uh, nice break from peaches and cream. Or overripe peach. Oh. Uh... We know everyone's ages at the beginning. Ruby, 36. Twins, 12. Pearl, 17. Yes, but, yeah. The the age of the t- between the twins and Pearl is a little questionable to me. But it could work. It's, like, within a year. So it could be, like, their birthdays didn't happen yet. So he's getting better. It's better. Um, yep. Something that I noticed that I, can't, like, I kept noticing in these books, but I never wrote down until this time... Green bamboo sure is very smellicious in New Orleans. Let's talk about how you can smell the green bamboo. No. Oh. I myself do not know what from what that smells. No, I don't know either. Grass. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, we open upon the morning of her graduation party. And uh, like, like our child protagonist before her, it is the most important day. Yeah. Yes, this is the, not the 18th birthday or like the 16th. 16th. Um, but this is the ritual into adulthood. Well, no, Chris, 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 Chris was a birthday party. Yep. Not a graduation party. Um, anywho. But there was always, like, a, like, all the child protagonists, like, besides the boys, the Jory Bart. She was like, I woke up and it was the morning of my party. It was the morning of oh, my okay. birthday. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, these Valid. pillow descriptions are too much for me. So much pillow. <laughs> Thank you That's for knowing That's where you this. go, yes. Because it's like, I like a firm pillow. And it's, I just, I feel like if I have a big fluffy pillow, I feel like I'm being suffocated. I can't. I don't want you to. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for wanting that for me. Um, now, in, as historically has happened, uh, the twins spend uh, all their time together. It's so mystical that they even catch colds at the same time. And they have cerulean blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yawn. They do. Uh, yeah, they they twin think and twin sick and twi- twin pain and twin eating. They, at the same time powers. They have all those. They're 12, it says, but they really act like they're fucking nine. They're like, seriously. Here's a worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just like uh, rambunctiously, raucously romping. Um, also, at one point... She says, uh, namesake Ruby hair. Yeah. As far as I know, Ruby was not named for her hair. What the fuck do I know? I don't. Uh, she does have red hair, but it wasn't great. Yeah. And she wasn't like, and the child shall be named of Rubalicious for her Rubalicious hair. Because her hair is so Rubalicious for you, babe. Ruby's not kept the past a secret. No. 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 No, no, yeah, yeah, no, they're cool. Yeah, they're like, like, Caribbean, but like they're not like a hundred details about what was up, but she was like, yeah. I felt like and again I'm I'm thinking of our past our past yeah, stories. But as yeah, most as it's most as like, known of information. Yeah, it's not like, oh someday you'll know. She's like, so all this stuff happened. Here's here are the two other books. Um <laughs> The three other books. Yes. Here are the three prequels to your storyline, Pearl. Please read up. <laughs> Um, oh, the fucking changed Gabrielle's name to being spelled Gabriel, and I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. That started in this book? Yes. We'll get it. Oh, I know. I already oh, know. No, no, I no, noticed no, it on the back flap. That's Get out of here, don't be that, but no. Where did you come from, Gabrielle? 
Chiquita. That's oh. why did you do that? They're two different fucking names. I know. What? Like someone wrote in, they're like, Niederman, this is too fucking French. It's too like, fucking French. <laughs> Make it a man's name for a man's type book of reading. Um, Pearl talks to uh, Claude Avery, who loves Pearl so much, and she likes him too, she guesses. Yep. She's like, he's obsessed with me, and I'm like, well, you're just a sack of bones and flesh. So first of all, I would have been thinking that all of our females generally uh, have been, like, uh, creative types, you know, dancios, paintios. Yes. Um, but we finally have, like, a STEM queen. Yeah, it's amazing. Pearl, a woman, no less, is planning on a being a doctor. Woman. A woman. A woman. Holy shit. Um, so... So basically, whenever they want to smooch, she's like, textbook pages flash before my eyes of our blood vessels engorging and the hormonal centers pulsating. Um, Claude Avery thinks it's, it's the night for fucking. Yep. He He's thinks like, we're going to fucking fuck. He's like, you promised. Like, I kind of fucking didn't. I was holding you off. Um, and he's so mad that she won't fuck because she's afraid to get pregnant. And he's like, why do I have to learn about cycles? Yeah, stop your actual science about cycles. Because she's like, well, literally, we have no protection and I might get pregnant. And he's just like, oh, you're so boring. Um, also, thank you for that refreshing take. You know what I mean? Hi. Hi. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, Pierre is the poet and Jean is sporty. He is bulky. Apparently a little bit bulkier. Okay. Um, Pearl's walking through the house because, you know, every morning of the waking up to the most important party of your life, you get to walk through and see a thousand people. And think your thoughts. Do things. And she said that the house was at sixes and sevens. And I loved learning about that idiom. It's about, like, dice. Anyways, I actually remembered it more when I wrote it down. Please look okay. it up at sixes and sevens. Sure. It, it means there's a lot going on. Um, Pearls talks to her BFF, who is, Pearl says, is dragging her into womanhood. <laughs> what was her name? I didn't uh, even... Catherine? Sure. Sure. Because we recycle names. Yes, we I do. I also wrote, again, Ruby has told Pearl literally everything. Yeah, they... Yeah, because I think that was, she was like, you said that you would give me all the details, so give me all the details. And she's like, all right. <laughs> Quote from Pearl, why did you get pregnant if you weren't married? P- girl. <laughs> I, thought you were the, I thought you were a stem queen. <laughs> yeah, but she also doesn't understand, like, romantic love. She doesn't understand the yearnings. I am like robot. I am robot. I, I do am not- androidus. I am pearl androidus. <laughs> <laughs> I am pearl androidus. I do not yearn. <laughs> I ain't got no yearnings for your fuckings. Yes. Um, Ruby gives Pearl her good luck dime. Noted in the record of time, Claude has been shoving his tongue into Pearl's mouth with every kiss. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Jesus Fellas, it's really aggro. (laughs) The twins steal her graduation cap and put it on a statue, lol, lol, lol. But then, like, there's this ominous moment where she's like, but maybe I should have been afraid. Somehow I knew I would know for sure sooner than I ever dreamed. What kind of sentence is that? Let's can, you say, can you say that again? Oh, I sure. I'm going in. I sure can. Somehow I knew I would know for sure sooner than I ever dreamed. Oh my God, I but I put that on embroidery. <laughs> <laughs> Please embroider a pillow and email it to us at VC's Pieces Podcast. We'll Gmail. 3D print it. <laughs> Somehow I knew I would know for sure <laughs> sooner than I ever dreamed. Uh, yada, 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 graduation. Yeah, Ruby and Pearl talk about Ruby Ruby's graduation ceremony that she didn't have. Yep, correct. What? Did she? No. no. She did not graduate. That's right. She went straight from that back alley back to the shack. Yep. Back alley to shack. Yeah. Uh, let's shack. see. Got my back. Back to shack. Uh, <laughs> Pearl really gets shit on for not wanting to smoke, but she is a wet blanket about it. <laughs> so I took from the hole. Whatever. She's a little bit of a drip, but she like knows she's she is. a little bit of a drip. But she's like, I know, I know. Never. But then what? They huck her speech into the toilet. She's valedictorian, and they huck her speech into the toilet for not smoking. Yeah. They... Yeah. But, but no worries, she surprisingly has it memorized and does a great job. Aunt noted, Aunt Jeannie arrives. No kids. No kids. 
And then it was very, like, weird. Yeah, uh-huh. Jeannie and James are at the graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She mentions that Toby's child, the other sister, oh. as a 16-year-old? How, when? That would have been when... Okay. This would have been during the whole trial situation. Toby was not even with a person. When did Toby have time to make a 16-year-old? Not in this book. Not in this... Not in this book's... <laughs> Uh, not in this timeline. Um, yeah, they have no true ones. It just, it was, it, seriously, one of those things. Noted, never got back to. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, they're going to, like, have a relationship. There's going to be some, something, somewhere. Nope. I know, like, a, big, a little bit later, but it's not like that was, ex- yeah. I think they just wanted to call it back to, like, remember Jeannie? She was cool. She's still cool. All right. She's, like, water under the bridge. <laughs> she was just, like, water under the the. The Paul. <laughs> oh, his lungs are full of it. Um, they go to the party, uh, and you know I would fucking love some hot and cold hors d'oeuvres, right? Mm. Mm. I li- I actually like that they didn't describe it because my mind just goes to there's literally everything. Yeah, literally everything. Something in a puff pastry? Oh, absolutely. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, some salamis. Claude is being a randy scoundrel at this party. I, all, all Pearl's friends kind of suck. Yeah, they do. They're like, ditch your fucking family. And she was like, I'm I'm actually, in, I'm really enjoying myself. And I feel like I don't want to do that. Yep. She just doesn't want to do that. She's enjoying her family time. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, man. Be, be kind of square, kids, if you want to. She doesn't want to go to a drinking's fucking party. No. And, um, uh, she doesn't, want to, she doesn't want to leave the party. And Claude confesses that he's made up stories about them fucking. Yep. He's like, well, of course I've had to tell people something. What do you expect? They tell the truth? Why don't I fuck this other broad? And she's like, why don't you go fuck that other broad? Then? Yeah. She was like, great. K okay, bye. Uh, she's like, wasn't there a moment she was like, almost gave in? And then she's like, oh, well, actually, hell no. Like, you, yeah. you suck. And she was like, Ruby was like, you want to go with your friends? And she's like, I mean, I'm really conflicted. And she was like, you can go. Like, go go, cut it up. You're young. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Pearl gets a locket from Aunt Jeannie with a pick of Paul. Yeah, who's wearing the palmetto hat she keeps seeing in her nightmare. I mean, she hasn't seen him since she was... I don't know. It's a repressed mammary. No, that's like a mammogram. Yeah. <laughs> that's when they press your mammary. Yeah. yeah. in the machine. Uh, <laughs> I, what else has Ruby kept from Pearl? Because she's like, all right, I'll tell you everything. And I was like, what is it? What is the secret? Oh, it's so, because it's the... I think the... Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, wait, unless, Pearl tells wait, Claude is, to go fly a kite after he tries to guilt her into going to the other party and boning him. And she's just like, it's just awesome. She was like, nah, fuck her. Wait, when does, when does Ruby come out with it? Did I miss it? It was way later. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. I didn't miss it. Okay. Um, so she goes, she's going to be a nurse's aide. It's going to look great on her transcript. Um, so she goes the next day and meets, uh, like, a kind of, I think an HR lady, she's doing payroll uniforms, <laughs> Mrs. Morgan, who's a lurch lady with dull brown eyes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's uh, like, yeah, right, woman doctor, lol. I, quote, I myself have never been to a woman doctor. Okay. okay. There's also a hostile teen nurse's aide. Sophie. Hostile? Hostile. She was like, hmm. But then they become friends. Um, oh, and then she's like, all right, come with me. We'll, like, get you a uniform. And there's none in her size. <laughs> Re- a listener. I'm going to ask you, and you've got to think about this real hard. Does Pearl choose a uniform that is too large or too small? Does she choose a uniform that she would swim in or one that was basically a busty Halloween costume? It's the latter. <laughs> she has to keep the bodice open. And uh, so her buddy, the nurse's aide, is uh, a young woman of color. And she's like, I don't remember what she pegged her as, like 16, but then her name is Sophie. Get the fuck out of here. She's like, well, I'm 13. Done. Nope. Done. Peace. What are you doing in a hospital? What are you doing are you in doing? a hospital? Go to elementary school. And what I thought was sure to be a major, major male, male character, Dr. Weller, was introduced. The intern. Uh, telling Child Pearl that her nurse outfit is sexy. 
and shaking her hand for like a hundred years. He's just like, oh, it's just like, let me just keep shaking your hand. Obvi, Doctor Intern is a creeper, and then he's like, study buddy. He's like, please be my study buddy, Pearl. I gotta do so many studies. You got? Do you want to learn? Please. Um, at my apartment, and I will make dinner. Um. Then there's okay. A lady has a heart attack, and Pearl presumes a heck of a lot about her care. Yep. Because she was like, well, it was obviously like her room was gross. I don't know. It was she was just like she's like they moved her out of the thing too soon. Yes, like that moved was her out it. of like intensive care. She or something. shouldn't have been moved. What the fuck do you know, seventeen year old? She knows she was valedictorian. Oh, okay, great. Bo and Ruby are fine with this whole intern study situation. So like that sounds like a great opportunity. I mean, she's about to go to college. All right. Pearl's friend tries to goad her into an outburst. Because she was like, you know, clouded with oh, yeah. Diane. Diane! And she was like, good for them? Great. That's, I'm glad they both fucked at each other. Fuck at each other. And then, yeah, Catherine's just like, so hard to be your friend. Yeah. Nice. What? <laughs> uh, intern, Dr. Intern is Call Me Jack. Just call me Jack. Yeah, just call me Jack. Um, fucking grubbiest. He put his hand on my waist to turn me to the side. Nope. Yeah, no. Don't touch. Don't touch women. Don't touch people. Don't touch anyone. Don't fucking touch me. Uh, (laughs) Look at look at my note here. (laughs) I hate this so much. I hated it so much. Uh, Yeah. uh, He has a very. He's a small, very small, dirty studio. It's so dirty. There's just like takeout containers and dirty dishes and pasta crusted on plates. Pasta crust. Doctor Pasta crust. And he's like, you're too pretty to be a doctor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a waste. And he's like, just kidding. But also, should you just, just marry said? someone? I don't know. I'm, um, just, I'm just, I'm just joshing with him. We're just, we're you, just razzing. Sh- you're, you should be a pediatrician because you're a woman doctor. I'm not being a chauvinist. I'm just being practical. Yep. So what he's going to do, he's going to take a, a, a book and we're just going to like pick a case study and we're going to like think about it and talk about it. Vaginas. He was like, oh, actually, someone came into the office. With a busted badge. With a, with a, we're going to just study up on this uh, honeymoon injury. They were fucking too hard. And then he just keeps asking her super personal boyfriend questions. And uh, Pearl sets clear boundaries, but Jackie wants to talk all about her sex life. For studying. It's for, do you want to study? Let's talk about your fucking badge. He's like, uh, I picked this. Because I know I'm going to get asked about it tomorrow because it just happened. And she's like, all right, fine. Well, I'm going to man up and just be an adult then. I'll be an adult. That's fine. And then Dr. Jackie in turn is like, you're obviously frigid if you can't talk about this. Oh, my God. Take a sip. (sighs) Um, uh, Relax, relax. Don't be afraid of your body. (laughs) I just want to help you by being so good as your first. Fuck off with that thing that keeps happening. Are men this gross? Mine isn't. I meant like generally yes. Okay, I, mean, <laughs> I think so. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. He like undresses her in a flash. It. He's the flash. He, seriously, she's just like I don't know, and then all of a sudden, oh, and he, like tries. Undies. He, was she in her panties? Oh fuck off! He tries. To, he like is trying to pull him down. He's like. All right, let me get at it. <laughs> like, that escalated quickly. He was just like, oh, have you had a boyfriend before? And then, the, then he's just like, like almost two knuckles deep. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, he didn't get there. He was going for it, though. It, you painted, and she was just like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? You painted a vivid word poem. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Pearl fucking beats it and does. she confides in Ruby. Yep. Um, and what I enjoyed, the screenshot I took... Um, and Pearl says, uh, Ruby says, I'm sorry you had such a terrible experience, Pearl. And she says, it won't be my last time, Mommy, I declared confidently. Mommy stared at me a moment. No, it won't. You're very wise to know that, Pearl. She was like, not the first time some guy's gonna be an asshole. Yeah, she was like, you're not a prude, you're just fucking smart and you know yourself and I trust you. I I did note that Pearl says everything dryly. Does she? Oh, it was like it was like I within like quite every like couple pages. She was like, mm, and then I said this dryly. <laughs> Jack uh, at at work gives her the old. Well, I'm sorry, you're not mature enough. Yep. He's like, you're too scientific minded to be loving. Whatever. Bye. Frigid. Ugh. Frigid. Meow. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. There's a successful art opening for Ruby. There sure is. There sure is. It's very successful. But who should get word from? Uh, there's a fancy dinner. Someone comes with a with a message, perhaps a telegram. And something a, chalked. Something. A, a wisp of paper. Yes, a wisp. A carrier pigeon flies in. And um, someone like, comes in. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out Nina Jackson is dying. She's on her motherfucking deathbed. Sending word from her deathbed. Come to me. Yep. Come to Nina. Yep, come to Nina. And Ruby's like, I gotta fucking go. And then they're like, Paul's oh, like, whoa. It's something. The mayor's coming. The, that was it. The, you don't know the mayor. <laughs> Ruby do. Ruby, Ruby do. Ruby, Ruby do. And she's like, let's just fucking meet the fucking mayor. And then you can go to Nina Jackson on her deathbed. So she, They should have left immediately. They should have left immediately. They should have left immediately because Nina is already dead upon their arrival. Yep. And her sister, Nina's sister says like, Nina said something like she like, died and came back with a message mm-hmm. from zombie for Ruby. And Ruby's like, fucking what? And she's like, I can't tell you. She's like, no, she wouldn't tell me. You should go to the uh, cemetery at midnight with a black cat and then it, Nina's voice will come through the cat. <sighs> yep. <laughs> uh, you have to go there at midnight and Ruby goes a wander and Pearl says only logical things happen. Go to the chateau. You know what's interesting though? Mm-hmm. Pearl and <laughs> Ruby hear mysterious sobbing in the night. That never, never... Never come back? Never no. Come back like, to that? Like, mm. Then Ruby gets super depressed for a while, and then they're just like, let's go to the, let's go to the chat. Let's change the scenery. Let's go. And then, like, everything was going great. And then, uh... Jean and Pierre out... Doing, doing a play in the Just field. playing. And, uh, Jean gets bitten by a snake and ends up dying. Fucking dying. Fucking escalated quickly. Ruby screams out at Nina while Pearl yes. jumps in and, like, does... She does first aid. Tries to do a first She's aid. like, I'm first aid certified. Uh, Jean dies. Pierre goes catatonic. Totally catatonic. Pedestity. Pedestity. Uh, you know, I, like within two seconds. Someone should tell Bo, though, that shaking doesn't cure catatonia. Well, you know. It's uh, the, the 60s, right? It's the 70s. Is it? I don't <laughs> it's know. It's the 70s now. Of course you shake people. Sophie, I don't know. Sophie went to Jean's funeral, but none of Pearl's friends did. No. They're too busy smoking and fucking. Uh, Pearl thinks the psych doctor is being less than honest about Pierre's recovery. Again, very presumptive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Bo gets like super bourbon all the time now at this point. And um, because, you know, they pretty much they bring they do bring Pierre home and then bring him right back to the hospital. Um, and so like they have neither kids, neither boy kids. Ruby is like, she's obsessed with like, this is because of my sins, mm-hmm. my sins. And I was like, what fucking sins? And then she was like, I did a, I did an incestuous confederate fuckings. Yep. So that, that's the big secret is that she and Paul actually did, did a fuck at each other. Yeah. But th- that was it. Um, Ruby needs some, uh, good gree gree. Pierre drinks some juice. <laughs> it's all very good. Ruby goes to the cemetery with a voodoo lady. Yep. Tells Pearl, Pearl to and, keep it quiet. Pearl and Bo see a voodoo lady leave the house. Um, the next day, Pierre finally talks to Pearl, but Ruby has walked away from the house and fucking disappeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby, ma- wait, Ruby makes Pearl promise not to go to the graveyard. At- Ruby makes Pearl promise to go to the graveyard at midnight with her. Pearl agrees, but then she's like, well, this isn't safe, we, should, we shouldn't go. But surprise, Ruby goes anyway, and Pearl can't wake Bo because he's too drunk. Um, she peeks, peeking into the studio, Pearl sees that Ruby has painted Paul in the water where Jean lay. Nina spoke through the cat, and now Ruby knows what she must do. But she won't tell Pearl. And then she's super fucking weird the next morning. Mm-hmm. Like, Pierre says a sentence and gets released to home care. Of course. And Ruby has done wandered off. Yep. And here we be. Yeah, Bo's like, I think she's never coming back. Ripping apart a picture of the twins as she left. Yeah, she it's took John's, Jean, John's, John's side of the picture. Do they not have any separate pictures? If you she have f- twins, you do not take separate pictures of them. That's messed up, because you could forget who's who. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in that painting, uh, it's Jean's soul is fleeing Uncle Paul in Ruby's painting. Yeah. We never really circle back to that. No, I don't. This is like, this book is like, it's hidden jewels and open loose ends. (laughs) Ha ha! No, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a sweater cuff that you like really love, but like it's all, this is all it's loose threads. Yep. It's unraveling. It's unraveling. It's unraveling. Oh, shit. Um, oh, fine. Bo keeps referring to folks who practice voodoo as like these slash those, those people. people. Come on, dude. That's like, that's, that's very othering language. Pearl, oh yeah, Pearl tells as much as she can about the voodoo and Boo is like, these people should be shipped out of here. Yeah, what? Ooh, yeah, right. Reel it, fucking in, Andreas. He got he gets super worked up. Um, you gotta slam the door in the devil's face. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta <laughs> don't gotta. don't do it gently. No, why would you? Uh, Excuse me. A uh, mysterious lady comes to drop off a letter from Ruby. Oh, uh, hang on. <laughs> Pierre has a nurse with pleasant green eyes. Okay, we're starting to get more green eyes. Yeah, it's not just blue and dull shit ass brown. <laughs> shit ass brown. Listen, guys, I have brown eyes, and I take this really seriously. Yeah. I'm offended. Are they shit ass dull brown? Look at me. Not what my shit looks like. Look at me. <laughs> um, Bo is slugging off a bourbon tumbler. I like to think it's like one of, like, J-Lo's big glitter water tumblers. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's, yeah. a good, it's a good look for him. Yeah. Uh, he declares that he doesn't think Ruby's coming back. Then there's a mystery letter that the butler can't touch. Yeah. And then Pearl tears after her. It's very dramatic for like half a page. Yep. Follows her to a streetcar and uh, gets a snakehead hurled at her. <laughs> this lady gets on the streetcar, beans a snakehead at Pearl, <laughs> and then like we don't circle back to that. What like, who the, the fuck is this person? Why is the snake? Why is the snakehead? Why is the snakehead? Why is the snakehead? Why is the snakehead? Like what? 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 And police are called, but they really don't do much. He's like, I don't know, the snakehead probably came from a fucking store that sells shit. But like, thanks, uh, officer. So yeah, the letter. I think the letter says she's off on a spiritual mission, maybe forever. <laughs> cool. Cool. Pearl to Bo, do you wallow at every crisis? <laughs> He's like, no, only when my son dies, and then my other son's in a catatonic state, and then my wife disappears. Only then. Only then. Pearl's like, let's rally. And he's like, let's drink. <laughs> um, Fair. There's a police report. Pearl notes that Sophie, her poorest friend, cares more than her rich friends. Okay. If, if you can't afford your feelings, then you... I don't know. So Pearl's like, we should check out the fucking Bayou. Bayou. And Bo's like, no. He's like, he goes, we're yet. city slickers. <laughs> I'm Billy Crystal. Uh, I also noted they they start with like the family like Jeannie. No one told Jeannie about Jean dying. They're like, well, we have to tell her this first. I don't know. They didn't tell oh, anyone. Oh, I missed that. Um, they decided to hit the baya. Well, things escalated quickly. It did. Mommy went to find Jean. I wrote that as a quote, but I don't know who said it. Mommy went to find Jean. Like, it was uh, Pearl. Uh, oh, uh, or was Pierre? Pierre said, <gasps> Pierre Pierre said, said it. it. He says very little. Yes. The shack is a shack now. Yeah. But Bo finds there a, a pick of Jean with candle wax dripped yeah, on it. He finds it upstairs. Um, so she had been there, but was not there. And then they're not at Cypress whatever. Um, <laughs> but they meet a... They f- go get lunch. Yeah. They go get lunch. Those lunch boys are eyeing Pearl. They're like, I fucking Pearl. Just um, one, just one. One was an older dude, but then the younger one was like, hello, miss. Uh, the restaurant men's follow them to Cypress Woods. No, they sh- they work there. Well, they just it, showed up at the same time. I wrote down that they got followed. They did not get followed. Uh, they were just having their lunch break and going back to work, which happened to be where they were going. We find that Pearl has an oil trust. Yeah. Um, the, the another, <laughs> We meet a foreman and another Jack character. Third Jack's a charm. We have Grandpa Jack, Dr. Weller, Fingery Jack, and now Jack Clovis. Quick. Jack Clovis. 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 Like cloven hooves. He's the devil. He's your devil. He's in charge of pump number 22, Pearl's pump. (laughs) Pearl's pump. (laughs) He's, He's like dream or whatever, but he's fucking 26 years old. Um, uh, but I'm sure we'll see. I noted a mistake. Use a pencil? What? Using a pencil? No, what? 
he was like, give me your number. He like took a pencil and wrote her phone number on his palm of his hand with a fucking pencil. And he's like, <laughs> I might not ever wash this again. That's not what I mean. You can't <laughs> just jot things he down just, with like, a pencil on your hand. He gave himself graphite poisoning. <laughs> um, Pearl's like, call me Ruby. At one point, she says, call me Ruby. She does? <gasps> I didn't notice. Oh, my God. After, after looking after your will, I feel like I know you. Yeah, what does that <laughs> fucking... <laughs> He's like, I see this thing pumping, and I get thinking, and uh, now I get to meet a I real person for didn't, pump. It didn't register that he was 26. 26? That's a 10-year age gap. Sure fucking is. Nine? Nine? Pierre gets worse, so they gotta rush home, and he's regressed into a worse a coma. Yeah, because he calls Jeannie, but she hasn't seen Ruby, and then he talks to someone at home about Pierre. Because there was a nurse, the nurse there was like, I don't know. I don't know. So they get back, and like, Bo just keeps being like, she's gonna be where we go next. She's gonna be where we go next. But no, she not there either, and she isn't at the hospital. Um, Pearl... Um, you know, she's in there in the hospital room and, uh, she's, you know, hi. Hold on. Sorry. He's, uh, suffering from renal failure. That's why Pierre had to go back to the hospital. Yes. Yes. Uh, he wants to die and be with Jean. Yes. And then there was a quote. She was just like, he wasn't moving. Not even a blink of an eyebrow. Do you, do you blink with your eyebrows? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Uh, Pierre, uh, he, he whispers, he whispers. Um, to Pearl to bring back mommy. Bring my mommy. Bring back mommy. Um, Bo, uh, <laughs> gets fucking hammed and sleeps drunken and nude in the studio. Yep. And then wakes up and is like, I oh, you fucking draw me, Ruby. Before you Daphne s- comes in, you must draw my, my manly horse. You wanna see this? Woo! And then Pearl just like, like awkward moon walks away. Pearl <laughs> has upstairs. no patience for pity. Oh. Jack Clovis calls and he's like, "I saw candlelight at Cypress Woods." Um, so Pearl's like, "All right, I'll I'll be fucking I'll fucking there." Like, yeah, she's like, "Dad, wake up! Okay, you're drunk is, as fuck." Okay, he's passed out. She's like scribbles a note and pins and it to his shirt. Pins yeah. it to his shirt. Like, like, here you go, like, fucker. Like he's a kid who loses mittens. He seems to be losing his mittens. <laughs> he's, he's fucking losing his mittens over here. Um, there's also this there's this doctor, Doctor Lefebvre. And she's kind of being a dick about them, about having no idea where Ruby is. She's like, well, it would help if his mother was here. Yeah. And they're like, great, yeah, we don't know where she is right now. Yeah, we're trying. Like, we know. We were fucking looking, and she's like, mm. mm. So I'm really disappointed in you guys for not being able to find a missing person. Okay. Yeah, she's a, uh, a mega dick. Um, Pearl notes that she's, like, kind of a nervous driver. Yeah, she hasn't really driven, like, much. And... Except for just around. She gets, like, stuck in a ditch. Yeah, it's, like, a super downpour. And then we have another magical Mac truck driver show up and just be helpful and not... Yeah, not gross. But I thought, like, oh, is this gonna be, like, the same one from the last book somehow? No, I don't think it could have been. No, I know, but they didn't... Because she was like, and I didn't even know his name. So, Pearl asked directions at a shack full of suspicion. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's this house... Where there's like music and like Zanical. once the door opens, like hillbillies keep coming to the door. Like there's a like there's a fucking clown car on the other side inside the house. It's like an eight by eight room, but it's just just like four. They just come keep co- like, <laughs> plastering um, their faces in the door. Question: You related to the Tates? And she's like, no. I mean, you are kind of not related. Oh, I get. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no. She was just related to Paul. Paul Tate. Right, but only from, wait. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, from dad. Huh. I mean, I guess, because her grandmother, Gabrielle. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. They fucking, uh, bring, they say, what do they bring up? Well, they, they bring Buster up? ain't gonna believe this. <sighs> And then I was just fucking reading just under a Buster Cloud. Oh no, don't Buster Cloud. <laughs> My pearls in the mist, I got a Buster Cloud. <laughs> I gotta go Buster Cloud before I turn her brown. Kiss me like that again, I'm gonna Buster Cloud. 
clapping them cheeks till I bust a clap. I'm crying, I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, oh. Jack is having a sexy sleep in the trailer. Oh. She's like, oh, he was so sexy. I miss that. Yeah, the light was in Paul's old room. Yes. And then in Ruby's old bedroom. So they, they sweep the house for like Scooby Doo clues. Yeah. And then later. Scooby Scooby clues. Scooby clues. <laughs> <laughs> so then, and then they go back. And then she's like, I'm just going to sleep here in my mom, Ruby's old bedroom. And she was like, A cat bone. This wasn't here the first time. <laughs> on, on the bed, there's a behind leg of a cat killed at midnight. What a cat murder in this book. Yeah, I think it's just talking about voodoo's and stuff. At least we don't actually see any cat murders. Fine. Read about them. And Jack will sleep on the floor or whatever. And they're chatting away. And um, Jack said that he's never known a girl who was pretty and smart. Yep. (laughs) Only ugly smart girls. And they don't really do it for me. No. Um, (laughs) Pearl has a nightmare and canoodles with Jack for comfort and smoochers. She feels someone touch her face and wakes up screaming. But no one's there. Yeah, they do. She has a- Jack's penis. Jesus. <laughs> 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 He'll bust a cloud right on her. Right on her. <laughs> Just like some oh white clouds. Um, um, then she realizes the mojo's gone. Well, there's a little extra smoocher that gives her a tingle. I know, but the- she realizes the mo- the cat bone, the mojo. Oh, the mojo. No, 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 not like, not like, not like in an Austin Powers kind of way. God damn it. <laughs> I've lost my mojo. No. <laughs> she can no. continue to bust clouds. Fucking cloud buster. <sighs> cloud buster trauma! <laughs> like, this, this makes him sound like the Kool-Aid man. Like, it kind of seems kinda, like he's it. He's kind of the fucking Kool-Aid man. Oh, he's like a soup, but he's but he's like a jug full of sewer. He's like a, like a jug full of sewer. He's like a jug, he's like a jug full of swamp. Instead of instead of a carafe of delightful juice. Hmm. <laughs> um, so Pearl, they still don't find Pearl or yeah, Ruby in the morning. Uh, Pearl calls home and finds out that Poe drunkenly fell on the stairs and fractured his leg. Yep. Tipsy tumble. He takes a tipsy tumble. Uh, she goes to see Aunt Jeannie. Um, Aunt Jeannie fucking loves Pearl so yeah, much. Yeah, she is psyched And to Pearl see her. is so reticent with her. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. And Jeannie's like, I loved you so much when you were part of our lives and, like, like just come in, like, sit and put it out. And Pearl's like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know, man. I think she... Made me feel bad for Aunt Jean. I think I I read that more as just, like, she had shit to do, you know? She was like, okay, I just have shit to do. Gladys is there and she's old as fuck now. Mm -hmm. Gladys Tate. Old and gnarled. And if we can remember, Gladys Tate, who wanted a revengeance and were caught up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Gladys says Ruby needs to drown like Paul did. Yep. Wow. Because she's like, and Jeannie's like, shut the fuck up. She's like, stop. Stop it. And then I think she like goes to like get something and she's like, she needs to die. And she was like, okay, all right. All right. Let's have a nice breakfast here. So Pearl turns to the shack and is tore up. It's fucking wrecked. Even more so. And she's like, who do? And like my brain, I'm just like fucking try hard, dude. God damn it! I'm so nervous for you, girl. Like I was freaking out. again. I'm under the bust a cloud. <laughs> my nerves were about to bust a cloud. <laughs> Someone slings mud at the shack, and there's a pulling away. Who? <clears throat> we don't know. It's fucking bust a tree. Why didn't he bust his tray hauls in there right then? There's a lot of questionable things that he does and doesn't do. He's very mystical. Because he was already hucking. Like, someone didn't throw the mud while she was there. Like, she just noticed mud was on the bill. Like, someone had thrown it. And she noticed so... a pierogi is pulled out of the way. Oh, pierogies. Uh, <laughs> she goes to have, uh, goes to the luncheon, and Ella, who waits on her, has all the goss. Yeah, she's uh, um, Mrs. Thibodeau's granddaughter. Yes. Um, basically, no one likes Gladys, is the goss. <laughs> Uh, there's more self-pity from Bo on the phone. Yeah, he's a whiny shit dink. <laughs> he really is. Alright, messed up. And she's like, okay, bye, Dad. I guess You're I'll, not helpful, I bye. guess I'll fix all this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, adult, in my life. She calls the hospital and finds that Pierre's blood pressure is falling. So she goes, please find his mother. 
so she must do. She goes back to Cypress Woods in a storm. Oh, oh yeah, it hurricanes. It's the a hurricane. Fuck up. Of course it is. And they have to wait it out together. Mm-hmm. Jack just shows up. He's like knocking. She's like ah, and he's like. I it's tried to call storm. you get in and it's a ah oh, I brought a kerosene lamp and this is cuddles. <laughs> and hummus? Cuddles. Oh, <laughs> I just want kerosene and hummus. Sounds Don't like a delicious them. cocktail. Um I th- I believe it's no- noted that it's a very impressive storm. Um Yeah, there's tons of hurricaning. There's a, a calm and Pearl's babyhood memories come back. She's yeah. flooded with memories and there's blueberry wine. Ugh, yeah. Jack is looking for someone who's more than just a woman. Someone who's got some hidden jewels, if I can say that. Ha <laughs> ha! back. Someone whose gold is not tarnished. Mm, and there's a romantic list at table by the candlelight. Post-dinner, Jack's eyes are pools of desire. Yeah, they have a... They end up having a sex that... Had virtually no detail compared to all the other humpins. Yeah. Like, nary a mention of a hard nip. Mm-mm. Or, like, um, a manliness. Manliness or a hot ejaculate. Yeah, nothing. They um, were just, like, I was, I had to reread it. I was like, did, did they? Did they just, uh, only <laughs> did they? romance with Jack. No analytical thoughts. Yep. Oh, my God. He's the Our one. Our little android is a woman. Um, <laughs> I'm not some scientific creature after all. I have leveled I up. I was not some scientific creature after all. I was a woman. A woman. She practically chews his ear off. She bit it in her throes of ecstasy. Oh boy. The next morning, a bloated man with thick purple lips appears. Fuck! Yeah, she wakes up. Fuck! She says, no, and Jack is like, I gotta go out to work. I'll come back by the trailer and have some breakfast. Ooh, the buster fucking trailer! Oh no! <laughs> off in the swamps! He's like, uh, yeah, Ruby's at my mother's cabin. She's a traitor. Like, uh, she's she's sick. She's sick as a dog. Come with me. And him, Pearl's like, all right. I, I, what what good fortune I have. Every she notes on the way there. Everything in nature knew to be afraid of Buster Trejo. Buster Trejo. Oh yeah, let's roll up on Grandpa's uh, dilapidated old shack. Uh, and then he's like, I bought a Landry ages ago. So and you'll do. It's time to you're, collect. You're a Landry. You're a Landry. Yeah. And she's like, excuse me, why? He's like, yeah, you're going to be my wife. Uh, and you have to clean this this house. And Check. then he whacks her into unconsciousness while he goes to get cheap-ass whiskey and gross-ass food. She's chained to a rickety floorboard. So, this is where I was surprised. So he, like, whacks her into unconsciousness. She wakes up and she's been put in, like, a filthy sack dress. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you telling me Buster fucking Treha undressed Has a manual a, dexterity? No, undressed a 17-year-old and did not take advantage of her? Yes. That is out of character for him. Not that I wanted it to I happen. I say, how much, I mean... I, I clearly... You're making a lot of assumptions about Buster Treha's character. I'm gonna evil, slap evil. the purple out your lips. <laughs> Which ones? Yes. <laughs> so... I mean, he'll coerce a woman, but she has to be conscious for it. Are you sure? No. Yeah. Um, so, uh, fancy rags and store-bought underwears. Oh, look at it right there. How did he dress her while she was unconscious? How did he not freaking violate her yes. while she was unconscious? And then, so he rolls back in and screams out, Come greet me! Wave! Oh, yeah, Wave! so fucked up. She had to just, like, go out on the little deck and be like, Hey, man. First we eat. And then we consummate. So by, by the by, uh, the chain is long enough for her to use the rusty pot uh, as a diddly. And she like just like, I don't fucking know. So she just cleans up. And I was like, whatever. I'm gonna, he's gone for all day. I'm bored as shit chained up to this floor. It's going to be worse if he comes home and it's dirty, I guess. Um, um, yep. So... <laughs> He, like, brings home, like, fucking, like, cow shit and, and gizzards. And he's like, make a gumbo out of this She's like, I literal trash kid and I have a cook. I'm She's like, know. okay, sure. Everyone knows how to make a fucking gumbo. She's like, sure, sure. But he fucking passes out on his gross-ass whiskey. And so she's, like, sick and, like, gets a knife. Yeah, and knife time. Knife time. She was like, well, then she's like, can I do this? And she's like, I don't 
want to be sexually assaulted. So I guess I'll knife this fucker. Yeah, I guess I'll knife this fucker. <laughs> uh, and then, nice, she chains him up. Yeah, she's like, give me the fucking thing. But he is strong enough to rip the chain. Yeah, he hulks the, the fuck out and rips the chain under the floor and follows into the swamp. Carl's pulling away and he's like, it's a bunch of tree hot time. He's just like swimming after, like, you won't get away, woman. But the chain's like dragging him, like, he can't swim as good as perhaps he could. Um, and then, Airhorn, it's gator time. Yeah, all of a sudden, eaten by an alligator. That escalated quickly. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so she's lost in the canals, because why wouldn't she be, if yeah, you don't of know where you are? Um, but, uh, who rescues? Oh, he passes by her because his dinghy motor's too loud to hear her yelling. But, don't worry, he comes back around eventually and saves her. Like, I don't even know why he needed to pass by her. Because they're like, it would be, make no sense if he found her right away. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta like, oh. <laughs> Like, someone thought, mm. Like, someone was like, that's too obvious. Make him do a round. <laughs> like, maybe there was an editor for this one? Ooh. I don't know. Pearl rests up, and then they have, like, another romantic dinner. It's a graceful fucking... <laughs> oh, he enters her gracefully. Yeah, like, they talk about it grace... Like, we graceful at each other gracefully and graced... They have a lovin' in the trailer, but then they see a light up in Ruby's studio. And she do be in her studio, finally, fucking finally. Yeah. Um, but in the days... In a trance. Doing a fucking time. mad sketch of Dead Paul. And she's like, Grandmare said to put the face on the canvas. <laughs> Gotta draw the baby. Oh, yeah. I have to do... And then set it on fire. Yeah. Um, but, but also, that's but, pretty simple to me. Right? Done. Great. I know. What have you been doing for you know, a week? Carl's like, stop it! And it's like, just... Can you just and Jack's just like, hey... He's like, all right, man. All right, man. All right, man. Let's go set this on fire, but the, the face that... Ruby is painting is the exact face Pearl's been seeing in her night in her nightmares, which again, like, still like it keeps getting brought up, but like, there's no real. There's no. I don't know. There's no. It's brought up then, maybe once at some point, and then now, but like, there's no fucking why. Yeah, and there's, then there's no, why. no fucking like. And then. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense why she would be haunted by like. Can I, I don't give know. this subplot to Stephen King? Yeah, sure. great. Um, Whatever you want. So um, after uh, that, she's yeah. like kind of kind of fine. This, there's a single tomb on the grounds of Cypress Woods for Paul, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I mean he built the right, but like why wouldn't he like? I presume the the wealthiest family in has like a family plot. Like why wouldn't he go there? I don't know to make this more convenient because so, he just walk outside to go to the grave it's, oh it's right oh it's, it's right, right there. there it's right there that's great um, so she lights it on fire and then she dazedly just comes out of it she's like oh Pearl oh my honking I'm wolf sorry. she doesn't know what day it is or where she is and she's, she's filthy she's like I don't know I was like scurrying around finding cover in places yeah okay great like it um, still makes no sense because they talk about how thoroughly they searched like fucking every nook and cranny of that of the big house. Yeah, she was just skittering in the nooks and the crannies. <laughs> um, she's still dazed the next morning and, like, really heckin' weird about leaving her fucking family. Or, no, leaving. She's like, I guess we can leave at some point. Uh, it was weird. Uh, it was weird. There's no change with Pierre. It's noted Octavius married Gladys for her money, for some reason. Um, Ruby now has wisdoms and is like, <laughs> don't get too caught up with Jack due to this, like, whole damsel in distressing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so Pearl's just like, <coughs> trying to keep the car on the road, and she's going through all of her stages of grief mm-hmm. about Jean. She's like, I am trying to drive. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, there's anger. <laughs> and acceptance. I don't know the, I don't know the that, That's it. That's, that's that all. Those, the, that's two. all. That's all of the eight stages. Yep. There's those. Um, Pierre's still worse. Moved to a private room. Um, once they get back to the hospital, I, I want the listener to know that intern touch a titty is no more. No, because he intern Touched too many titties. In, he intern touched a patient titty. <gasps> he was inappropriate mm. with a patient. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's, what? like, a lot of inappropriate touches. Not... What? Not, not, <laughs> no! Not, not even with our main... Ki- there's just, like... There are a lot of titty honkins. It's a theme. In, yeah, yeah. Always. Okay. <laughs> see a titty, honk a titty. <laughs> it's like a take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah. See, see a, a titty, titty, honk a titty. titty. Yeah. <laughs> so they like, 
Ruby is like, what the heck? I thought when I did my magic painting and lit it on fire, it would make my child wake up. So she's like, come on. But then, We're like, back she to fucking disappears again, goes back, like, they find her at Jean's grave. And then she's like, it's okay. I told him to let Pierre come back. It's yes, okay. because Jean He's a good was boy. afraid in the afterlife and was like, Pierre, come with me. Uh, so Ruby says she heard Pierre calling in his sleep, so... They go back to the hospital. And he's awake. He woke up. And then Jack arrives, too, and it's love, love, love. love. I mean, kind of, though. Like, they talk about, like, oh, there's a gap between us because of our different raisings and personalities. Ages. At eight fucking ages. (sighs) And then it's like, oh, my God, we're so different. It's like a few pages, like, but we're so different. Like, I'm rich, and you're like a gross Yeah, they they spent, like, 12 hours together, and he's like, well, I better... Get Not going gosh. in the morning, and she's like, "What?" And uh, she's like, "What about your dreams?" And he says, "Quote: Well, I'm not smart enough to see past tomorrow." Okay. <laughs> Are any of us? <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, and then epilogue, basically. Paul Pearl goes to college. Pierre gets better, but can't move on until he visits Jean's grave, and then he just he is able to kind of gets it. Gets it. Uh, Jack and Pearl keep seeing each other Gladys dies and Cypress Woods will be restored fucking the end pretty much like but it ended with like she had been Pearl had been going back to because it's like in her name or something like that I think she ends up being like the beneficiary or something I don't know but she's talking about she had lots of chances to go back to the bayou oh also Jack in his spare time has like restored the shack to its former not glory I mean, you know, you learn a lot in the trades when you're 26. I mean, true. But anyways, it ends with her being like, saying, so, like, I know that I want to be with you anywhere. Like, she realized she wanted to be with Jack. And then he was like, even here, just like, especially here. So am I like to believe that she's going to become like a doctor in Huma? Like, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, is it a commuter town? Can she get to like, well, I Baton guess Rouge? New Orleans is only like two hours away. It's a long commute. People make longer commutes. I would hate that. Yeah. I mean, you're a doctor. <laughs> when you're a doctor. When you're a doctor. Think about how far Christopher had to drive to work every day when they went he back to Foxworth. To come greet him with kisses if you love him. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so yeah, just fucking the end. Just fucking the end. It was... <sighs> but... I don't even know how much time has passed. It's just like... Clearly she years. She went to college. Did she go to Tulane University? I don't know. I don't remember, but, like, I don't think she had, like, graduated no. yet. Like, she used to, I don't think she was of legal drinking age. Yeah. So it was a couple couple of years, like, go by. So maybe by within, the time, maybe by the time Jack's 30, they'll get married. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. We never know. <laughs> so, but also, and ipso facto, like, um, our previous Offspring books... Um, the offspring, it's not, it doesn't end with like, and now I'm married and it's everything. Right. So at least there's that. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, wait, how did Annie and Luke end? Uh, pretty much on the same thing. Like they were and planning we'll on. do yeah. a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, and our lives are before us to, and, to uh, be lived. <laughs> to be lived and not not. Yes. I think that's actually the quote. Great. Well, not hidden anymore, those jewels. They are on display. They have busted a cloud. (laughs) Jewels have busted clouds all over. They have busted clouds on your face. And that's that's it. Um, The next one is being a miner for the tarnished gold. (laughs) And that one will be on video. So that's exciting. Um, For you. (laughs) I do appreciate that, at least in these first four books, I have not read the last one. I had to lend Katie my copy because she could not find her. Yeah. Um, But in four books, there was not one, like, full-on sexual assault, which I really enjoyed. Only, Only minor ones. Well, like, well, Jack just like giving, like, doing like a fucking Jedi makeout on Pearl. I mean, but that was really it. Buster tried to trail his way in of quite a few Landry women. 
I know, but... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I mean, we had, like... Uh, Especially coming off the back of Cutler, like, I, there was a lot. There was a lot of sexual assault. Yes. And <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yeah. And then, you All know, right. the Audrinas. All right. Yeah. There was... I mean, there was Louis Honkatitty. Yep. Yep. But... But... I'm talking, like, fucking yeah. assault. Like, when you're reading it and you're like, no, 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 no. Thanks. Thanks for the break, Niederman. The swampy break. <laughs> Uh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> until we bust clouds on each other again, I've run out of steam. I've run out of uh, swamp gas. <laughs> um, yeah, the end. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. I love you. I, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Species Species Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Video wizardry provided by Colburn. Thanks for taking on our very special projects. Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC, used under Creative Commons license. Email us at pcspciespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at pcspciespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, take a seat on the gallery, uh, yeah, gallery. Yeah, <laughs> ignore your they spoiled sister, and uh, the 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 the